The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Real Money Show, the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. I'm Vice President of Guildhall Wealth, joined by Jerry Karaya, Senior Advisor here at Guildhall. And we've got a cornucopia of information, a feast, if you will, buffet. of all a buffet of all the things that are happening in the physical gold and silver market, starting with the job numbers that just came out uh, in the States um, being Friday today as we tape the show. And uh, Jerry, Karaya, what was the results of the employment? So the market was really focused in on the jobs data today in the U.S., um, not really moving. It was kind of pinned until this figure came out. So the expected uh, number of jobs that was supposed to be created in the U.S. was 720,000 jobs created, a very ambitious number. Huge miss uh, came in at 235,000. Uh, lowering and revising uh, job expectations, the employment rate. Um, it was just an ugly number, Jeremy. So last month when the numbers came out, they were spectacular. Things were great. Dollar, uh, gold goes down, I think about $80, $90. And we kind of meandered for the next, for about the next month. We retook $1,800 $1, gold uh, early last week. Yeah. And uh, and then lo and behold, and, and silver got close to the $24 mark as well. These numbers are, are dismal. And then obviously gold and silver take off. Yep. Uh, gold's up right now as we speak, as we're taping. Gold's up about 1%, 1.5%. And silver's up close to 4%. Palladium platinum also performing very well as well. Uh, Looney um, strengthened over the week as well, even though uh, talking about you know, figures and misses. The the Canadian GDP figures came out earlier in the week. Uh, we were expecting a gross uh, growth of two point five percent. Actually, contract contracted negative one point one. So things don't look really good on either side of the border, on Canadian side or the U.S. side, Jeremy. This this is a tough situation when you have a shrinking GDP after you've already created debt beyond anybody's wildest imagination. The question becomes: How do you get out of that out of that pit of debt? It's going to be more and more difficult. But what you do know is that there's essentially two ways to to pay off debt: you can raise taxes, or you can print more money to pay off the debt, but it devalues your dollar. And which route will the government take? Either way, it's going to rob you of your own purchasing power. If you're taxed. It means you can you can buy less. If they're going to print money and lower the value of the dollar, that means the dollars that you're holding in your pocket are buying less. They will probably take B, option B, being let's just keep printing money. And what that means for us Canadians, ultimately, is there is going to be an inflation tax. And if you look at... Um, Anybody who's studied any little bit of gold knows that gold goes up during times of inflation. So the question becomes, we've got a whole bunch of information here. I want to talk about the billionaires getting involved in gold. Um, there's the tech bubble that we're going to talk about. But Jerry, Cry, I ask you, will there be a point in the gold and silver market where it starts to get really, really hot and people want to get involved in this market the way they've gotten involved in other things like GameStop. 
Yeah, the demand is surging regardless of what we're seeing. Normally, seasonally, precious metals have technically go under pressure during the summer months. We're coming out of that now as we're seeing that gold and silver are retaking those positions. We shared on Twitter, 1830, uh, gold has actually formed a uh, golden cross, which is where the a short-term average crosses over a, a longer-term average, a very bullish, even though it's short-term, it's an indication where we're headed. Demand, coupling with demand, um, is going to cause things, especially in the silver side, to get really, it's almost going to be like you know gold on steroids for silver, especially especially what we're seeing right now coming out of the comics. Andrew McGuire, Precious Metals, uh, you know, he's a he's just a, a he's guru. the whistleblower. He's the whistleblower. He's the J J P Morgan whistleblower blowing the lid on on the paper trades. The the people who were um, uh, doing the the trading where you pull your bids and all of that and all the manipulation that happened, which by the way is ending. Mm-hmm. The paper market's ending. The physical market is taking over because of the Basel three rules. Yes, and we know that the London bullion, uh, that the London exchange is is putting physical in there. They want to move to a physical exchange, or they'll be left behind because that's what China's doing. They've moved over to the physical, physical. exchange. So mm-hmm. it's all about physical now. And that's why the paper market is not having the effect in terms of volatility the way they used to. In fact, actually, just to digress yeah. for a moment, I was just reading through um, the World Gold Council report, and they were showing the lack of volatility that gold had against a whole variety of commodities and other assets, including equities. And it was showing just how strong it was and not volatile the gold market was. So this recent pullback in the grander scheme of things was not that volatile of a $70 pullback, $80 pullback is not that big a deal no. when we're talking about prices trading at $1,800 an ounce. Exactly. Great, great report, by the way, for the Sorry World to Gold Council. No, no, not at all. Uh, but Andrew McGuire, he actually revealed to us uh, during the week that refiners, you know, the Royal Canadian Mint, PAMP, you know, you name it, etc., are actually buying from the COMEX. What traditionally happens is refiners actually buy the raw material from the miners a little bit below the spot price and then sell it at or just above spot plus plus any other charges for delivery. But then given the nature of the traditional flow of metal demand and supply, it's very surprising to hear that refiners are now standing for delivery of silver on the comics. And McGuire argues in a report that the price must be attractive enough for the refiner to buy back the metal so that they can fulfill outstanding wholesale orders, Jeremy. And this also suggests that refiners may be struggling to source enough silver from the miners to fulfill orders orders they committed to. So in short, what that all means is that it's out, you know, demand is outstripping supply. And we're talking about physical here. And when we're dealing with physical versus the paper, this is a war. And we know that the physical ultimately wins. And if you're in paper or if you're holding paper or if these institutions that are holding paper, it's really forcing their hands um, and can really cause that paper market to implode. And you have to also consider the the idea of how much money can be printed in a very short order, mm-hmm. but how it it you cannot pull that amount of gold out of the ground in short order. It's impossible. It takes blood, sweat, and tears. It takes equipment. It takes energy to pull physical gold out of the ground and get it to a refiner and get it to the market eventually. That is not the same as just simply saying, Let's print another trillion dollars, which is what the Fed has done and what many central banks around the globe have done over the last year and a half. So we can just take that as an example of understanding supply 
versus demand and the fact that the paper market, paper money and paper gold, you know, you can have a large supply of it, but you can only have a finite supply of the, the physical stuff. And that's a key. What's very interesting today being Friday and seeing the gold price move up a mere 1% plus is speaking to Paul this morning, the wholesalers are already backed up. They're already at that point, that squeeze point that we've seen twice in the last year and a half. Once, obviously, when COVID hit in March of 2020, mm -hmm. and then when we had uh, in 2021 at, what was it, February, when we had the silver squeeze. And we've seen it a couple times where, you know, the market, the wholesalers can get backed up really quick. Product can get zapped out of the market. I was personally surprised at how quickly it happened given that the price of gold only moved up you know 25 30 dollars and silver moved up 80 cents what are your thoughts on that you know i mean you have refiners and even mining agent mining companies like first majestic holding back their silver knowing that prices are well below the costs i mean keith newmeyer would know best uh, so maybe we have entities not wanting to sell at these prices wholesalers not wanting to sell at these prices and this is exactly what occurs um, putting even more pressure on on demand because when you tell someone that they cannot get something they want it even more right Jeremy it's like a psychological thing so we're seeing that and we're seeing more and more demand coming from everyday individuals besides smart money which we'll get into later everyday individuals like you and I um, are just not trusting the narrative not trusting uh, the 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 overheated overvaluations of stock markets property markets where to park wealth where do i park wealth for future generations to come you know winston churchill famously paraphrased a uh, uh, philosopher when he said those who fail to learn from history are condemned to repeat it and this is why we're seeing the smart money doing what they're doing the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com speaking of history jerry we know that uh, both gold and silver have peaked several times in the in the last several decades. We know that silver went to $50 in 1980. It went to $50 again in 2011. I was listening to a, a, an interview with Doug Casey, who is a, a great analyst in this gold market, has been around for decades. And he's looking at the price of silver saying, come on, we know it's gone there before. Look at the money printing around the world. This, this market could go well beyond $200 an ounce for silver. Once it starts moving, that's it. You're not going to be able to catch up with this market. So it is important to get in early. And we believe it's important to hold physical metal as well, not paper versions of this. That include that when you ever, whenever you have paper, you have counterparty risk. And what we want to do is take away counterparty risk by making sure that you own that physical product alone. Yeah. If you can't hold it, you don't own it. That's the key. That's the key to this market. And that's what's going to help you survive and thrive during these uncertain times. Gold is certainty. Silver is certainty in uncertain times. Give us a call. one eight seven seven eight silver The website, guildhallwealth.com. And you can even go to our e-store, guildhallpreciousmetals.com. And you can pick up a few 10-ounce bars or a tube of silver maples and get your feet wet and learn a little bit more about this market. Coming up in the next... Oh, and I do have to mention we have a contest starting now in September.
For every single person that is putting an order through the e-store at guildhallpreciousmetals.com, you're going to be put into a raffle. And at on September 24th, we're going to do a draw. And uh, whichever name we've, we've drawn from whoever has purchased from the e-store throughout the month is going to receive, Jerry, five one-ounce silver maple coins beautiful great for gifts great just to have for yourself it is a great gift we want to incentivize you to get onto our e-store because we're so proud we just launched this e-store over the summer and it works great looks yeah, great and great we reviews. want people to to check it out so go to guildhallpreciousmetals.com we're going to talk about billionaires in the next segment and what they think about the price of gold on the real money show here on global news radio 640 toronto you are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. The number 18778Silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. If you're looking to acquire for the first time or maybe you just want to pick up some more product for your personal stack, you can go to guildhallpreciousmetals.com. And we're going to be doing a giveaway throughout the month of September. For everyone who puts an order through the e-store, you're going to be included in a raffle. And on the 24th of September, we're going to do a draw. And uh, anyone who's placed an order throughout the month of September Within the e-store, guildhallpreciousmetals.com will be eligible for five one-ounce coins of silver maple. So great idea. Go to the e-store, check it out, see if there's any products that uh, that uh, pique your interest and get included in this draw. Jerry, I was just told, I just got a little, um, a little something in my ear saying that September is crash month. Is that is that right? Yeah, well... That's exactly it, and we are going to go there, Jeremy. You know, when you're in precious metals, you can take risks. Once you have your foundation set and you're in physical bullion, that's your insurance policy. You can go and drive your car. You can go and have fun. Well, we have to talk about this. These are some negative realities may sound negative, but when you have your precious metals, you can look at these things and address them. So as we sit here now, we just have entered into September, which is statistically the worst month of the year for shares and stock markets. And and it's important to know this that you know share markets are at near all time highs. So investors should be taking a step back and assessing the situation. You know, as we mentioned earlier, those who failed uh, failed to learn from history are condemned to repeat it. So let, let's just get into that a little bit further. How much overvalued are stocks, as an example, than than they've been in the past? Because I know they're high. I don't I don't dig into it. I know they're high. I know they're crazy. Most people say, whoa, this is hot every week. It's a, a new high. Oh, look at the yeah. uh, look at the Canadian stock market. Everything's moving up. Oh, look, new all time high. But how overvalued is it? It's distorted. So the last time stock markets got to such distorted highs was the dot com bubble of 2000. Um, and we have a chart that we'll share on Twitter. So today, the top five are the FANG stocks, which is Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Google, Facebook, and combined just five companies now account for over a third of the entire US economy, which is 37% of the GDP. And for context, that is 54% higher than it was for the top five at the year 2000 peak. 
Sorry, how much was it at the 2000 peak? How much did so they we include? we are 54% higher than that last distorted high of wow. 2000. And then we know what happened in from 2000. Markets crashed. Today, and what's even more important to know is that these FANG stocks, four of them received six antitrust bills initiated by Congress. So basically, they're reforming that, hey, you guys have too much market monopoly. You guys are too big. They want to pass something that will allow federal regulators in the U.S. to break up uh, the, uh, through the Ending Platform Monopolies Act to break up these companies that operate uh, to dominate the, the landscape and break them up. So Amazon, Microsoft, etc. These companies are at risk. You know, this is what makes this very interesting and very alarming, knowing that if this actually occurs and it's, you know, where are they now? Where is Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos? They knew something was coming down the pipe. That's why they quit and resigned. It's interesting so, to think about, you know, you've got a couple things going on here to, to just digest. Yeah. You've got the fact that we are at overvaluation in terms of the stock market, in terms of a lot of the stocks. It's similar to where we were in the dot-com bubble, except that this time around, they're even more overvalued than before. And at the same time, you also have these tech giants that are monopolizing the market. And, you know, you can see what they're doing, you know, Facebook and their, their fact checkers and all of these things. They're, they're, they're really working their way into the political spectrum as well. And so you've got some issues there. And then you can see they've got the antitrust issues that are, that are happening. So you have this whole array of issues with overvaluation and things being too big too big to fail like is the government supposed to bail out facebook if there's a massive decline <laughs> I, I don't know i don't i don't know if facebook really is in that type of situation but they they are certainly big enough that we have to be concerned about well how big is too big is the question right. and how overvalued is too overvalued is the question and do you just say oh well you know we'll just keep going along with it we'll just keep going along with yeah things are keep going higher yeah well at what point do you say, I can't keep following the herd on that? I can't keep following the herd that this is just going to keep going the way it's going. I have to stand up and say, no, 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 I got to I got to protect myself here against against this. Mm -hmm. So that's where gold and silver come into play. Because as we mentioned in the last segment, there's no counterparty risk, right? You're going into gold and silver because they are negatively gold and silver is negatively correlated to the dollar. Right, it's anti-dollar. All of the dollars around the world are devaluing. Mm -hmm. I had a, a client say, "Oh, they were they were saying, well, I was recommended to maybe get into some euros or get into this." And I showed the gold price performance chart. I said, "What difference does it make? They're all losing value at the same against gold. That's right. Why bother owning? What difference does it make? They're just changing the hot potato around, right? Yeah. Oh, this the the British pound goes down this week. The U.S. dollar goes down this week. Oh, dollars U.S. dollars up this week, but the Canadian dollar goes down this week. But overall, it's all just that rocky road, bumpy road to the bottom. Mm -hmm. It's a race to the bottom. Yeah, and that means at the bottom there is no value. Mm -hmm. When you've printed all this money and it goes past the point of debt to GDP, there's no coming back. We've 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 cross the Rubicon in that sense. It, it, there's no coming back from this. No. So what do you do? Yeah. Right. How do you, you got to start protecting yourself? You got to start saying, well, there's going to be an issue with the with the financial system. If it keeps going this way, 
if if all of these giant tech companies continue to go this way. There's going to be some issues. There's going to continue to be distortions. Mm -hmm. Do I really want to be in a world where I don't know what the value of things are? And that's where gold becomes so important to have as part of your portfolio. What, do you, what are your thoughts on this, Jerry Karaya? You know, talking about zero counterparty risk and being separate and being independent from all of the financial madness that's happening, you know, the, at the pace that we're, we're witnessing, the, the immense money printing coming out of almost every major central bank, just printing at Wilm, just off the charts. Yeah. They're hyperinflating the money supply. The inflation data is not reflecting yet. Precious metals are not reflecting yet, but they will. The, the There is a bubble. There are many bubbles out there, and it takes one pin to prick that bubble for things to make sense. And you know, talking about cash, having some cash in your possession is a strategic thing. So we don't Definitely. we don't just think have just metals alone in your possession in your back pocket or in the in the hole in the ground in your backyard. Have some in storage. Have some in your possession. Have some cash. It's very strategic. Doesn't make it. It doesn't hurt to have some U.S. dollars or some pounds or whatever the case, Swiss franc. Um, you know, these are these are uh, still uh, currencies that we believe that you know could be around in the future. And and we're not advisors. We're we're talking about the reasons why we believe gold is so important and strategic. And we're bringing other information to light here to show that we're not the only ones who think this way. There are many other people who think this way. Uh, and we can tell you about what our what our clients have been doing and, and why they feel it's important to hold gold. And I can tell you that one of the things I hear day in, day out is real estate's way too high. Stock market's way too high. Um, I don't feel comfortable necessarily in crypto or I've got a little bit of my crypto, thank you, right? And I need to now what do I do with this excess with these excess funds? I don't want to lose it. I don't want to be in harm's way when if things start to fall apart. And it certainly feels like things could fall apart. And for us at Guildhall and hosting the Real Money Show, it's very important that we not only share what we're seeing, what we feel, but we also um, echo uh, and and broadcast what others are saying, professionals are saying, like the information that I brought out regarding the the Fang stocks uh, being fifty four percent higher than the two thousand peak was from Crestcat Capital, and they also shed light on some of the opportunities. And they're very bullish in commodities, specifically gold and silver. They quoted they quoted as saying in their latest in, investor research letter. Gold is also forming a very bullish monthly candle after a major reversal. Silver, they cited the famous 20-year cup and handle chart. The long-term chart. That's your famous cup and handle is, chart. It's a very strong one. It's, you know, very short-term charts. What, you can roll Very quick, what's a cup and handle for for people that don't know, you know, not everyone is following the charts per se, but you know, we use the charts a little bit to confirm it's nice our fundamentals. to confirm fundamentals, but what is a cup and handle? It looks just like a cup and handle. It's a 20-year chart, so it's a very trustworthy chart. We're not talking about a short-term daily or you know four-hour chart. We're going 20, 20 years here, so it could be a trusted chart that we can look at. And it's a formation of a teacup. So you'd have a major peak on the left side. It goes down to form a trough at the bottom where we were in the 90s. And then we peaked in silver in 2011 to form the cup. And now we're in the formation of a handle. We had a dip of 2000 uh, from starting from 2015, 16, and then now we're back up to the tail end of the handle. And at the tail of the handle, which is where we are today, it ends up to form another super cycle in precious metals, leaving these former highs behind. So when we're thinking, Jerry, I'm buying at the all-time high, yeah, 
but we're going to look back and remember these days and we'll not, won't see these prices ever again because we're hen- entering into another super cycle. Yeah, and it's not like we're reading the tea leaves in the cup. <laughs> no, not at all. Good. What one. we're looking at is the fundamentals. That's right. So the fundamentals at play are supply and demand. You have an overabundance of supply of cash. You have or money supply going into the market. You have this money supply going into the market leading to inflation, which means people have to have a choice of what they're going to do. Are they going to chase yield in a market that's already 50% higher than it was in 2001 when, or in 2000 or 99, I should say, when you had the dot-com bubble? Is that the route you want to go? Do you want to chase yield in that, in that spectrum of a market? Or do you say, no, I'm going to do what people always did with inflation, and that is hold gold, hold something that is anti-dollar in that respect. Um, You also have the supply-demand issues of the fact that gold can only come to market, silver can only come to market in a finite way. You can only add to the gold supply by 1.5% a year. That's why it made a good sense being being backing a dollar, because inflation's at 1.5%, because you can only grow the money supply. I mean, you can still do borrowing and lending and all of that, but... um, so you have inflation, you have the supply and demand. As we've already seen, there's such a strong demand in physical gold and silver that it's very easy to get to get wiped out in terms of supply and be backed up right away. I actually have an article here from um, our uh, good friend to the show, Steve St. Angelo, um, talking about the super strong investment demand of gold eagle sales. Already for the year... Uh, where we are right now, it's uh, for the for January through August. So we still have four months to go. Gold sales of 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 gold eagles in the states have surpassed all of 2020. Wow! And I believe the mint was shut down for a couple yep. months at some point, if I'm not mistaken. And silver eagles from January to August 2021, they're at 22.9 million. And all of 2020, they were at 18.1 million. So we've surpassed eagle, silver eagle sales as well. So this isn't just a couple guys on the radio saying, we think gold and silver are great. The, you can see the numbers, right? So you can see the supply and demand. People are buying physical gold and physical silver for the reasons that we're talking about and discussing today and every mm-hmm. week. And that's putting pressure on the supply side. So we know where this is headed. We know that this can only end up going massively higher, and we want other people to be involved in the market as well. And if you don't have the protection and the insurance in your portfolio, definitely give it a consideration. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the num- uh, the website guildhallwealth.com. Go to the e-store. If you've never purchased precious metals before, go to guildhallpreciousmetals.com and you can pick up some, you know, a tube of silver maples, which we're, we're trying to, we're waiting on a big order, but we're, <laughs> we're waiting. We're almost out of all of our silver eagles. I mean, uh, silver maples, but we've got 10 ounce bars, 100 ounce bars, kilo bars of silver, gold, pretty good. It's all one ounce yeah. gold. We just got a nice shipment in of, of gold maples. So that's looking okay for now. Go to the e-store pick up some product and you'll be put into a draw and uh, the draw is going to be on the 24th of September. This is for orders through the e-store only and you can be eligible for five ounces of silver, five silver maples, which we better put aside. Yeah, I have done that already. (laughs) Uh, You're listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Coming up next, which billionaires are getting into the gold and silver market?
You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. The number, one eight seven seven eight silver and the website, guildhallwealth.com. Everything we do here at Guildhall is physical. Physical, physical, physical. It is, you know, we go by the motto, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. So if you want to own physical gold or silver in your registered account, an RSP, a TFSA, the product is held, allocated to you in a, in a, your own sub-account, which is segregated from all other holdings at the vault, meaning you have direct ownership of the product in your RSP, TFSA, Lira, Lift, Riff. That's unheard of. Everything that you own, there's a custodian. There's a counterparty. You know, you want to own a stock. There's a counterparty. That's the stock that, that the company's got to do well. Uh, you're trusting that the company does well. If you're holding any sort of form of physical gold that might be have a custodian associated with it, like a gold-backed fund or a pool account or uh, an ETF, there's a custodian there. There's a counterparty. It's not really your physical gold. You know, when times get really scary, we've had people who've said, you know what? I know this money is in my RSP, but that's it. I want to take this product home. What's the answer from us? No problem. Mm -hmm. Here's a letter of direction. Fill it out. Sign it. We've even we've even created the letter of direction for we'll you. Here's the template. Calculate the tax. Just sign it, mm -hmm. and and then we go through the process, and they and they get their physical product. What's even cooler is when you have a riff or a lift, and every year they have to take out money every year. And what a lot of our clients have done is instead of taking out the cash and getting a check, they actually take the physical gold or mm -hmm. physical silver, and they take that even one step further, where. They put it, they take it out, they deregister it from their LIF or RIF, and then they have it put into their TFSA. Oh. Right? So it's an amazing, you know that, you've done this, don't act so have surprised, I Jerry. If you don't know, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I do it, I, I mean, I, I know. I may have done it once, actually, you're right. I, I, I know every, G every December and January, I get very busy with these, and I have to be very, very organized with all of the people who are doing their withdrawals yeah. and who's transferring at the same mm -hmm. time because it's a lot of work it, it to, to be able to do all that a lot of people have to come together to do it but so i'm not trying to promote it but it's possible uh, but it's possible and yeah. that's the whole purpose it's proving that this is physically your product that you can take delivery of yeah. and uh, you know it's it's something that is so unique to us and uh, never gets old. Yeah, never because, gets old. You know, you're giving these bar numbers that we offer you. You're getting inventory reports for product that you own in an RSP. We're giving you these things. You hold on to them for a few years, and then at 55, you want to take those bars out in a, from a lift or a riff. And surprise, surprise, you're actually getting that specific bar number one, two, three, four, five that you had on your inventory report for the last few years. You're actually reuniting with this. Yeah, reuniting. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is, and. And we love doing that, and it's just some a little bit of paperwork that we are here every step of the way to talk about how you want to take delivery and and process these withdrawals. Seeing the um, seeing the the serial numbers on the bars that you're now physically just took delivery of, um, it's like when you you have a when you write letters to people pen pal pen pal it's like <laughs> reunite meeting a pen pal for the first time right you're exactly. actually holding giving a hug shaking hands if, the, if that uh, if that's what you're into these days uh let's talk about billionaires let's talk about very very uber wealthy people they don't always get it right, right? like them or love them or hate them but there was a great great article i wanted to bring this uh to the to the show today written by stefan gleason 
Um, full disclosure, um, he's from Money Metals Exchange. But great article. Way to go, Stefan. I'd uh, love to t- chat he's to you about this. Yep. So um, he, I'm just going to read some of the highlights here. Mega investors have been talking up the merits of gold ownership lately. One in particular, John Paulson. For those who don't know, he rose to fame during the subprime crisis, mortgage crisis back in 2000, 2007 and 08, um, when his fund bet big that the housing-related financial assets would crash. And in an interview published on, on Monday on Bloomberg, he issued a shocking forecast about unbacked digital tokens um, being all the rage. So, you know, he's kind of anti-cryptocurrencies at this point. Um, take that for what it is. However, he goes on to say that a very that there is a very limited amount of investable gold compared to the ever-expanding money supply, priming the monetary metal for its moment. He anticipates that gold prices will be squeezed to the upside as investors exit low-yielding cash and fixed-income instruments in search of not yield, but protection. Paulson isn't a newcomer newcomer to the gold market. Back in 2009, he, he put in a massive chunk of his firm's assets into precious metal-related investments. Quote, as an investor, I became very concerned about having my assets denominated in U.S. dollars. He said, I look for other cur- another currency in which to denominate my assets. I feel that gold is the best currency. Jerry, before we go on, what is your thought of that? I couldn't agree more. Uh, considering <clears throat> people are are you know in a in a moment where they're chasing yield, um, you know, that increases volatility. Gold performs in, in times of volatility. And as J- Jim Rickards once wrote, he said, you know, when everyone accelerates away from the share markets, as we're going to be seeing, not everyone can get out. You know, he calls it an ice nine event. They'll just simply because everything's electronic, shut it down. You're not going to get that with precious metals or specifically gold in this case. Gold is the largest market cap cap globally. Again, number one global market cap. You have instant liquidity. You won't have that issue in a nice nine event. So a uh, very strategic play, not only just to protect your wealth, but you're going to be positioning to grow your wealth for the long, even the medium, even the short term. Let's keep it going on this subject here. Talk about the billionaires. Keep on this this article, the number 18778silver, the website guildhallwealth.com. Don't forget to go to guildhallpreciousmetals.com and make a purchase. Even if you're not new new to the market, if you're a, a long-time in uh, uh, long-time buyer of physical gold with with uh, Guildhall Wealth. Feel free to use the website, check it out, see you know see how it works, and put a small order through, and we'll put you into the draw on September 24th. We'll we'll pull a name of everyone who's placed orders over the course of the month, and the winner will receive five ounces of silver maples. Very exciting. Go to guildhallpreciousmetals.com to get involved in the market and get into that draw. You're listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, and we'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. If you're looking to get into the market for the first time, try 
guildhallpreciousmetals.com. It's our e-store. We just launched a new e-store. It's faster. It's clean. Uh, you can Any product that's up there, we have it in stock. And any purchase that is placed through the month of September, you're going to be put into a draw to receive five ounces of silver maples. In the last segment, we were talking about uh, billionaire gurus getting involved in the gold market, specifically John Paulson. And he was talking about the fact that there's a very limited amount of investable gold compared to the ever-expanding money supply. He anticipates that gold prices will be squeezed to the upside. He's uh, talking about being very concerned about assets denominated in U.S. dollars. And he's looking at other currencies um, in which to denominate his assets into. And he feels that gold is the best way. Amazing. I feel like he listens to our show <laughs> or or it's it's nice to know that, hey, we think like billionaires. Mm-hmm. Now, he's not the only billionaire getting involved in this. As we've talked about on the show and, and Stefan Gleason talks about in his article, Palantir surprised analysts to discover that they purchased 50 million worth of physical gold bars in, in this in the month of August. And billionaire investor Jeffrey Gunlack has also just suggested that gold is going higher, but not just higher, a lot higher. He also was on uh, told uh, Yahoo Finance um, that his, he's quote, my number one conviction looking forward a number of years, I'm not talking about the next few months at all. I'm talking about several years is that the dollar is going to go down. I ultimately think gold is going to go a lot higher, but it's really in hibernation right now. That makes sense. You know, we had a big move last year, pullback. It's kind of consolidating a little bit of market movement up and down. But ultimately, you know, if we think about what Michael Oliver was talking about with momentum charts a few weeks ago, it's not going to take much for this market to move much, much higher. Let's keep let's keep plugging forward with this article, do, Jerry, yeah. because it gets even better. Steve Forbes, chairman and editor of Forbes Media, also believes better days are ahead for the yellow metal. Forbes recently discussed a variety of issues in support of higher gold prices. He argues massive sovereign debts combined with ultra-low interest rates are likely to have a major impact on global financial markets in the years to come. So... Um, Gleason just finishes off saying, look, supply is becoming increasingly difficult. We know that personally. We've seen it. It it doesn't take much for it to get very difficult. Fiscal and monetary backdrop has perhaps never been more bullish for hard assets. Geopolitically, we're talking about uncertain times. Geopolitical risks are a wild card for a potential surge in the safe haven demand for bullion. And the next great trade, he says, is setting up to be moving out of financial assets into hard assets. Mm -hmm. Imagine what it's going to be like to try to get into the hard asset market in a market that's already squeezed, already really tight, when everybody's trying to rush from the exits. Mm -hmm. And you were talking in the last segment, Jerry, about ICE 9, Mm -hmm. this idea that there's a lot of passive investments, easy to get into these uh, mutual funds, easy to get into ETFs. But when everyone's running to the exit at at, at the same time, it's not so easy to get out. And that's what Jim Rickards, um, author, Mm -hmm. talks about the idea of this ICE 9 event where everything just seizes up. Yeah. Well, the market has uh, circuit breakers. And we've witnessed in the last couple of years a few moments and events where circuit breakers went off in the stock markets where things just stopped. So this is what he alluded to, which is 
why he argues against over-digitization of any of our wealth to get into hard assets, to get into a physical asset like precious metals because it's precious connotates that it's money and then you have the utility that silver provides as well so a nice uh, nice layer of gold and silver for your portfolio is going to protect and grow your wealth for the long term the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com now we've got one other thing we want to add to this because there's always certain events that could happen that could spark a major pullback in stock markets spark some sort of panic event spark the market moving higher for gold and silver and you have one such uh, event that could be on the horizon yeah this one really opened my eyes now just backing up just to repeat some of the stats so rem remember everyone five companies these fang stocks represent 37 percent of the gdp we have palantir uh, tech <clears throat> intelligence firm who bought 50 million dollars worth of bullion to protect against a black swan event. You got many bubbles and many potential pins that can prick these bubbles. And when the pin pricks the bubble, silver and gold pop higher. Uh, love him or hate him, George Soros, the guy who broke the Bank of England back in 92, he shorted the pound and made billions. Uh, he came out this week, early this week, we saw him warn in the Financial Times of a Lehman moment ahead for, ahead for China. So Lehman Brothers, we remember their, their collapse. The largest residential property developer in China is Evergrande. Evergrande has over $300 billion of debt and is struggling with plunging revenue and poor longer-term demographic trends. This prompted Soros to warn Evergrande that is over-indebted and in, and in danger of default. This could cause a broader market crash, he says. Beijing has also explicitly stated... It will not bail them out either. So no bailout for you. Incredibly overnight, even, even the company itself gave this stark warning to its investors. They said the group has risks of defaults on borrowings and cases of litigation outside of its normal course of business, they said. Shareholders and potential investors are advised to exercise caution when dealing in the securities of the group. This is... Again, where bubble meets pin. But I think ultimately, uh, I'm going to give you a quick my thoughts on this. Is that you know governments will? I, I know they're saying they won't they won't protect them, but they will. They'll print money. They keep printing money. Whenever there's a problem, they keep printing. They said money. the right thing. And the question becomes, you know, like the Fed's talking about taper. They'll never taper until until their backs against the wall. They have absolutely no choice, or it's already over. And, and they can do it because the consequences have already been felt. The fact is this becomes about confidence in the central banks, confidence in the currency. And that's what you should be reading between the lines on all of these companies that are majorly indebted. How long before we lose faith in the currency? How long before the faith and credit of the government to pay out is lost as well? And when that happens, how are you going to deal with it? Well, if you do have some physical precious metals in your portfolio, Perhaps that's one way that you can help yourself. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. Jerry, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been great to share the time with everyone this week, and can't wait to speak to you again next week here on the Real Money Show on Global News Radio six forty Toronto. 
The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.